Salam Salam from Center City. This is the Rorschach Ethiopia update from the 27th of October 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Ethiopia. On Monday the 24th, the Ethiopian Government Communication Service said in a press release that the executive's delegates that are in charge of negotiating with the Tigray People's Liberation Front, or TPLF, had arrived in South Africa. The executive also claimed that even though defense forces are attacking the TPLF, they are trying not to spill the conflict onto other cities. The government said that it is working to provide humanitarian aid and resume essential services in war-struck areas. Many have high hopes for the African Union, or AU, facilitated peace talks, But who are the negotiators representing both sides? The federal government revealed some months ago a negotiation team headed by Deputy Prime Minister and Minister of Foreign Affairs, Demika McConan. The team also included Minister of Justice, Dr. Gedeon Timotiwos, and the Prime Minister's Advisor on National Security, Ambassador Redwan Hussein. The TPLF also named its representatives months back, General Sadkan Gabertensai and Spokesperson Gedechu Rena. The actual talks began on Tuesday the 25th. The South African president's spokesperson, Vincent Maguena, said that the peace negotiations will continue until Sunday the 30th. The spokesperson added that the president of South Africa, Cyril Ramaphosa, appreciates the party's decision of holding the talks in his country. The AU's chairman, Musa Faki Mohammed, also said that representatives from the UN, the Intergovernmental Agency for Development, and the U.S. are present to observe the proceedings. A few days before the peace talks on Friday the 20th, Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed said at an inauguration of a government facility just outside Addis that the war will end soon. However, he did not go into detail on how that was going to happen. Next week on the 3rd of November, this tragic war will have reached its second year. Prime Minister Abi was in the news again this past week as he spoke to Canada's Prime Minister Justin Trudeau about a situation in and around Tigray. PM Justin called for the immediate cessation of hostilities and unhindered humanitarian access to war-struck areas. Trudeau also commended Abi for his effort to hold talks with the TPLF. The U.S. State Department also weighed in on the peace talks. The Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, released a press statement on Friday the 21st saying that he condemned South Africa for hosting the negotiations. Still, the U.S. did not refrain from expressing its concerns regarding civilian deaths and the presence of Eritrean military in Tigray. In unrelated news, on Wednesday the 19th, the Malawi police revealed that bodies of 25 Ethiopians were found in the Mziba district. The corpses were found in a forest after people reported unwelcoming smells in the area. Malawi's Minister of Interior Security, Jean Sedenza, told the BBC that the incident was tragic and that the executive was examining the bodies to find out what had happened. Malawi's government believes that the Ethiopians were refugees trying to illegally cross borders. Ten Malawian human traffickers have been detained, but they have not appeared in court. 
Ambassador Meles Alem, the spokesperson of the Ethiopian Ministry of Foreign Affairs, said that Ethiopia's government, in cooperation with Malawi's, will get to the bottom of the matter. He expressed his condolences and affirmed that results will be revealed to the public in due time. And there was more tragic news this past week as Juwaria Mohamed Ibram, member of the Prosperity Party's Central Committee and the Somali Region Council, was shot dead on Tuesday the 25th at the Garad Wilwal Airport in Jajuga at the capital of the region. The region's police force said that it was a law enforcement officer who shot and killed Juwaria. The region's police force had detained the suspect and is still investigating. On the same day, the region's government said that the region and its capital were safe and that the situation was under control. The ruling party, Prosperity, confirmed the news and issued a statement expressing its condolences. Speaking of law enforcement, the federal police said on Wednesday the 26th that it has detained an individual named Samuel Alamu, a.k.a. Sami Dollar, who was suspected of illegally transferring 5 billion burr or 100 million U.S. dollars over the span of a year. Sami Dollar allegedly completed his transactions by using an import business license as a front, opening 25 joint bank accounts and colluding with his sister, Yodet Alamu. The police said that Sami was also involved in tax evasion and maintained connections with the TPLF. The police have also detained 25 of Sami's accomplices and are expected to press charges soon. This arrest comes after the government's crackdown on illegal foreign currency exchange and the National Bank's decision to reward informants who tell on financial criminals. And moving on to some news on education, the National University Entrance Examination that started on the 10th of October came to an end last week on Friday the 21st after natural science stream students took their last test. Compared to the previous round where social science stream students took their exams, there weren't as many incidents that hindered students from taking their exams. Recall that a bridge fell, killing a student in a university venue, three died of chronic diseases, and thousands refused to take the exam when they were already inside the university and left. However, because there were students who managed to sneak in cell phones, the government limited access to Telegram, an instant messaging app, during exam hours. Limited access to the app also helped cut the circulation of fake news throughout the platform. Next up, Ethiopian Airlines is planning to grow its capital. The Reporter newspaper revealed on Saturday the 22nd that the company has officially submitted its request to the National Investment Holdings. The airline currently has 100 billion burr or 2 billion U.S. dollars capital and is asking for the National Investment Holdings to increase this number to 300 billion burr or about 6 billion U.S. dollars. The airline's CEO, Mesfan Tasu, said that the capital increase is necessary because the volume of the company's transactions have soared and because it will allow the company to buy more planes on credit. 
The airline has also said that it will start flying to Zurich, Switzerland, three times a week by the end of this month. The airline already operates flights to Geneva. CEO Mesfun Tassou said that this new direct flight to Zurich will facilitate diplomatic and socioeconomic relations between Africa and Europe, since this city is home to the headquarters of several international organizations. And in sports news, Africa's Zone 5 of the International Handball Federation competition kicked off this week in Nairobi, Kenya. Ethiopia's youth handball team took part in the tournament. Both the under-18s and 20s were victorious, and they won against the teams of Djibouti on Wednesday the 26th. If you're wondering where you can spend the weekends in Addis, electronic dance musician Rof Nan's much-anticipated concert will be held this Saturday the 29th at the Millennium Hall. This is his first concert after releasing his acclaimed new album, Six, which you can check out on YouTube and other streaming platforms. Rafnan signed a record deal with international music distributor Universal Records, becoming the only Ethiopian to ever do so. The second wave of tickets are on sale right now, and you can get them for 600 burr or 12 US dollars. The third wave tickets will be 900 burr or 18 US dollars. You can get them in the Dashen Bank branches that are all over Addis or through the bank's MLA app. And that is it for this week. You may not know this, but we do updates for some other countries too. If you know anyone who might be interested, go ahead and let them know. Ready? Here they are, west to east. Argentina, Venezuela, Spain, Nigeria, Poland, Serbia, Turkey, Malawi, Georgia, and Japan. Can you think of anyone who might be interested? Remember, you can always contact us at Ethiopia at Rorschach.com. That's R-O-R-S-H-O-K.com. Ciao. Thank you.